The Paso County DEC is providing this podcast as a public service in order to let you know more about the issues and ideas which Democrats have identified as being very important for voters and also to provide a forum for Democratic candidates for office. Our podcasts are open to anyone interested in how Pasco Democrats are dealing with the important issues of the day. You can check out our PascoDems.com website and also on Facebook, PascoDems. And the views expressed by the guests and hosts on our podcast are their own. And not the official views of the Pasco County Democratic Party or Democratic Executive Committee. And today's guest is Jeff Sempian, who is the chair of the uh, Pasco County DEC. And we want to mention to everybody a reminder that it was only 11 weeks ago when Jess took over as Pasco DEC chair. We, had, uh, we were floundering a bit in those days. We'd lost three officers for various reasons. And these 11 weeks, Jess has uh, managed to accomplish quite a bit. And we're going to talk about those accomplishments today. But in particular, how we're organized, how we're now, in fact, getting a lot of people involved, and, and so forth. So what I want to do is, Jess, is give you a chance to, uh, to talk about how we're working on DEC these days, what's happening, and so forth. Sure. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on. And secondly, I just want to give a shout out. Thanks to the other officers that did step up because they are all new to their roles as well as myself. And I want to say thanks to all of the clubs and caucus presidents and past presidents and past chairs that have been giving us encouragement and advice. So, on that note, we are doing a lot of things. The main thing that we are focused on is membership and engaging membership, increasing membership, maintaining membership. The second thing is fundraising, increasing fundraising, making sure that we are building relationships with the people who are donating. We have some regulars that donate, and I want to say thank you to them as well. We're focusing on, thirdly, on operations, getting all of our ducks in a row, putting in some processes, and trying to be efficient with what we're doing. And then the last thing that I think is one of the most important things is voter engagement. Those are our four focus areas that we currently are trying to build. And the voter engagement is simply we are taking all, all of our members or the, or the members that want to be involved, our precinct committee people, and we are planning an action plan for how are we going to get people to the polls in April for our municipal elections and on November 8th, I think it is, yeah. or 11th, for our, you know, the general election or the governor's race. Right. So... We're focused on those four areas, and then 
strategically, we are going to reevaluate our mission, our vision, our values, and how we coordinate with our clubs and caucuses. Okay, now in order to make some of these things happen, clearly you need things like committees. I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about the committees we now have. Yes, thank you. We have um, some standing committees that have been active when I came on and when the officers came on. And those are the bylaws and rules committee. We have the campaign committee, the legislative committee, and I think those were the three main ones that were active. And then out of our outreach committee, we created our media and messaging committee, coordination committee, our community engagement committee, and I would say we, we, we probably born out of that platform committee, wouldn't you say, Cal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we have some other committees that we're trying to get off of the ground, one being the precinct and field committee, and I think that that is getting ready to happen fairly soon. Um, we also have a need for a membership committee, <clears throat> excuse me, and members to fill that committee. That's a huge gap that we really need right now. Mm -hmm. um, as well as the volunteer committee, diversity and inclusion, young Democrats, and fundraising. Right. Now, so with all those things, with all those things happening, uh, Let's go back for a moment, maybe to just talk a little bit about each one for what you know, what's happening and so forth. I know it's difficult as a chair to keep track of like 35 or 40 different things every day. So we'll, we'll excuse you if you take a few moments to think when I'm asking you this. But in terms of, let's say, let's start off with the campaign committee. Ron Krager is, is chairing that. So what's happening there as far as you know? Yeah, the campaign committee is putting together a toolkit for candidates to use that is going to be, in my mind, extremely helpful. They, and before our new officers came on, the campaign committee had identified the priority precincts for us to work in, so that's great. And now they're working on developing this toolkit for candidates. The other thing they are working on is obviously identifying candidates for the municipal races, for the county commission races, um, for anything you know, state and federal. But um, we're, we're focusing from the bottom and moving to the top. But they are also partnering with organizations like the Florida Black Women's Consortium and um, in identifying candidates. And we've gotten... You know, I'm hopeful that we can release some information soon about some potential candidates for school board or for county commission. But yes, the campaign committee is vital right now. That's good. Now, how about the community engagement committee? That's Rob Zillay. Yes, Rob Zillay is helping to coordinate when we have events that we need tabling and we need volunteers to man, you know, man the booth and do voter registration and pass out information. So we just had Pride Fest where we had volunteers and we have the fair in which uh, they're helping to coordinate volunteers for that. They're also doing, going to be doing <clears throat> a roadside cleanup and other things where we can be visible. There's some community events coming up that they're looking to get involved with so we can uh, 
um, let other Democrats know that we are in this county as well as Republicans and other parties. Uh But those are some of the things they're working on. Okay. Now, Marilyn Holleran is doing the Coordination Committee as well as being Secretary. Yes. And they have done something really wonderful. They have gotten swag up on our website. So if you go to PascoDems.com, you can now buy a t-shirt or a hat. And I mean, you can make a donation to the Pasco Democratic Party and receive a t-shirt or a hat and we hope to have other swag on the way right okay well i've i've ordered a shirt so i'm looking forward to that yes okay now the legislative committee beverly ledbetter yes beverly ledbetter is um imperative and the legislative committee is imperative uh and critical right now because session is going on. So Beverly is passing along all the great information to our members, to Maryland, to get out in our newsletters for when to call their representatives and say yay or nay on a bill. Um, Beverly also has been um, instrumental in forming the Pasco Democratic Education Caucus, which is now chaired by Dr. Terry Nelson. I just had to put a plug in for that. Right. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, let's see, oh, the Rules and Bylaws Committee, Elaine Tugneri. Yes, that, that committee, along with yourself, Gal, thank you for working on making a amendments to our bylaws. We're currently working on making an amendment and getting it approved by membership for um, decreasing the number of times people have to attend a meeting before they become a member. I think that will make things way more efficient. And so that's what they're working on currently. Right. And the Media and Messaging Committee. Media and Messaging Committee is... Why don't you tell us what uh, what they're working on most importantly? I know what you've done, the social media policy, which was really yeah. great. Yeah. That's one um, of the things, yeah, social media policy, because it's such a part of everyone's life these days, and we've, yeah. we've come up with some guidelines for people to use when they're using social media to discuss and talk about Pasco Democrats and so forth. And one of the other things we're working on is as soon as the platform... Uh, gets approved, hopefully within a couple of months, if not sooner, then we'll begin to develop talking points from that platform that people will be able to use when they're canvassing from door to door or making phone calls or doing voter registration, uh, working the tables at various events and having information available for uh, for people to know what we believe and what it is we're hoping is going to happen in terms of uh, Pasco County and, and the state of Florida. So that's much of what we're doing right now yes very helpful and and also you all are working to correspond with the other media platforms and newspapers and um, journalist if we need to. So yes. I think that that's important. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention that, yes, we've created a list of the newspapers and contact people at newspapers and radio and TV stations. Uh, when we have a news release, 
that we have people that we can send them to, and hopefully as time goes on, when they get used to us sending things in, it'll be easier to uh, get material in. It's not always that easy these days because newspapers don't have much white space to give away these days as they used to. So that's one of the things you do have to deal with. But what we're finding, of course, is that the smaller papers, the Laker, the uh, Suncoast News, those papers do a lot in terms of uh, their uh, readership in various uh, regions and areas, and that, that is a good place to, to do things. So we're working on that as well. So now let's talk about... Um, um, let's see, the voter builder training, let's mention a little bit more about that, uh, Jess. What's happening in terms of voter builder and voter education and so forth? Yeah, so we are taking, we're working with our precinct committee people to do precinct and field organizing action planning. And what we have identified out of that process is that our members need to have access to Vote Builder, which Vote Builder is the database. Um, I don't know if it was created by the Florida Democratic Party or the National Party, but it's it, a it database. Was created, it was created by a group called NGP, and they provided right. the service to the nationals who can turn to the state and to us. Right, and so Vote Builder goes by a lot of different terms. So like Vote Builder or FAN or NPG. Um, but for these purposes, I'll just stick with Vote Builder. So what we've done recently is try to get give access to Vote Builder for our precinct committee people so that they can dig in, see who is in their precinct, how many people, where they um, live, what their contact information is, so that we can start engaging the voters and finding community leaders, having voters re-register for vote by mail, and making sure that all their contact information is up to date. Right. So that has been really helpful. Yeah, and that's one of the things, and we were talking about this, that I remember there was a, I don't remember her name now, there was a woman who used to come to DEC meetings many years ago, and she came till she was in her late 80s. She'd come to meetings and events, but she grew up in Chicago, and her father was the uh, head of one of the wards in Chicago, and she learned at a very young age how to go out and knock on doors and get voters to vote and so forth. And she used to tell us some of the stories of what it was like back in Chicago, let's say in the 19, uh, 1930s, 1940s, when she was actively doing things there. And it was always quite interesting because... You know, we look at it today, and I think uh, today it is more of a negative tone towards uh, by voters towards people knocking on doors and phone calls and so forth. But in the past, it was the essential way of getting to people, and to a large degree, it still may be the essential way of getting to people. Uh, you know, you can't rebel, you know, hire uh, uh, airplanes to fly around in the sky and give a message or something like that. You got to get out there and talk to the people themselves. So I think it's important that what we're doing is getting the uh, voter. Uh, training going yeah and I think with this precinct and field organizing action planning that we're doing we're really essentially trying to build a community around engaging voters and I don't mean like finding those voters and building community I mean sharing stories about knocking on doors just like what you're talking about sharing stories about calling people sharing stories about tabling and our experiences so that our members know like you, you don't have to go out alone like 
yes, you might go knock on some doors alone or you might do phone calls alone, but we are going to always come back together or provide resources at some point and opportunities to learn from each other and share what is happening when we do that because it can be intimidating. Right. Okay. But it's so necessary. Yeah. Now, I'm going to turn our attention for a moment to to the Pascal Democratic Executive Committee organization chart that you uh, very nicely set up. And I just want to, I don't know if you have it in front of you, but I have it in front of me. And so I will just read each one of the blocks and you can talk about them. Now, in terms of, uh, we go from DEC chair down to the steering committee. So who's on the steering committee? Steering committee is made up of the officers, the state committee man and state committee woman, the presidents of the clubs and caucuses, any at-large members, and the chairs of our committees. Okay. And we also have some automatic members, right? If we have somebody selected, they're automatically mm-hmm. a member of our of our uh, DEC, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That is one of our goals that we want let's, to do. Let's is talk for a moment about yep. associate members. What does an associate member an associate member is somebody who can become a member of the Democratic Executive Committee without the attendance requirements of a regular member. And a regular member would be either an appointed or elected precinct committee person. Mm-hmm. So associates can show up whenever they would like to our monthly meetings, and they can also volunteer on our committees they just can't chair or run for officer positions right but what is important there is that if somebody who really has an interest in what democrats are doing but they can't really do it on every weekly basis or every monthly basis but they want to do something so i believe that the associate member thing was was set up years ago to let those people know they have a chance to become involved and that's very important because some of the people listening to this podcast might very well be in that situation. Gee, I'd like to help. And just coming up to uh, the city elections, coming up in a few months to the uh, um, midterm elections and so forth, I really want to get involved if I can. And this is a way for them to get involved. Uh, let's see, we've got... Uh, um, let's see, talk, oh, that, let's talk a little bit about our, our clubs and, and caucuses. Who do we have in terms of our our clubs we have trinity club the west pasco club the east pasco club central pasco club heritage club well it's heritage it's not heritage park it's just heritage yeah um and then we also have so I don't know, want me to mention those two? That's, that would be fine. Yeah, we have an LGBTQA caucus of Pasco County. We have the Democratic Education Pasco Education Caucus. There is also the Tampa Bay Labor Caucus, which covers Pasco. There's the Tampa Bay Progressive Caucus, which covers Pasco. And there's the Democratic Women's club of pasco right. that is not a chartered club with our dc but it is a collaborator and a partner right 
So what that really means in the long run is that we have a tremendous number of opportunities for anybody involved in a lot of things, uh, particularly one thing, to get involved with the Pasco Dems. So our, let me take just a couple minutes now before we end. I'm going to ask you this. Now, it's been your experience for the last 11 weeks to be out straight sometimes with all the things you're doing. What is your overall feeling right now, Jess, in terms of what we've been through and what we're going towards? I think we're going towards change and like a big shift and I think that it's good because I feel like that's what members want to see is they want to see some progress towards being visible as Democrats, towards coming together, towards engaging voters, towards registering voters and doing stuff in a way that um, we're all moving in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So I feel and sense that there's a sense of urgency, which is great, and that there's also a sense of uh, a, a big change on the horizon. Right. And that may be a very well, good place to end today, because I think that the horizon is what we're all looking forward to in terms of some democratic success after all this time. And thank yes. you, Jess, thanks, Jess, for all of your the part you're playing in this. And uh, do you have anything final you'd like to say? Yes, membership is free. Free. There's no membership fee. You just come to a meeting, either decide you want to be a precinct committee person or an associate member, and it's free. Okay, very good. Thanks, Jess. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you.